Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Thursday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. It's probably the best timed wheel squeal I've heard to date. I thought maybe it was a premature wheel squeal. No, it sounded pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. So busy today. As much news as there was not yesterday, there is plenty today. A lot of news today and a lot of Star Wars news. Yes, because you know what's happening tomorrow. Oh, I've heard something big. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, that big news is that Galaxy's Edge is finally opening in Florida. Uh, The live stream presentation of the opening ceremony happened today at 9.55 a.m. and is available uh, through the Disney Parks blog in replay if you'd like to watch that. There was even um, some people got into the Rise of the Resistance ride for a little sneak peek, some media. So I knew that was coming up, but did you know it was this soon? We talked about it yesterday. It was supposed to be today? Yes. I knew that? Yes, and that was out in California. That was not Florida. I see. Really? Yes. But the one in Florida is opening sooner, so you'd think that would make more sense. You would think. Okay. But Disney does not do what you think is right. (laughs) It doesn't do things that make sense. No. All right. Well, they must know what they're doing. Much like having some type of pineapple beverage during a podcast. Oh, yeah. My special pineapple drink with amaretto and uh, vanilla vodka. Nice. so good. Um, so as part of the opening tomorrow, a lot of things are opening up early because they're expecting to open a Galaxy's Edge or, um, Hollywood Studios in general at 6.30 tomorrow morning. So, or now by the time you guys are listening to it this morning. Um, so they're also extending the friendship boat schedule, which, um, is, I think it's kind of an eye opener to how early people are expecting to go. Uh, So tomorrow, well, for August 29th, for opening day, the Friendship Boats are going to start running at 3.30 a.m. And they will finish running at 1.30 a.m. So very early for people to be getting in line. I guess there will be people waiting in parking lots. There will be people waiting, sitting on sidewalks. Right. Um, Yeah, the buses are also going to start service at uh, 3.30 a.m. So early mornings, and if uh, all these people who are there for early mornings would like to eat before they go um, for opening day, there's uh, quick service locations at, it seemed like each of the resorts um, had a quick service location that was going to be open at 2.30 a.m. And then in the days following, um, so from August 30th to September 2nd, um, that opening will begin at 3.30 a.m. And the same with the bus service and... um, Friendship boats. The friendship boats. It'll be uh, 3.30 a.m. that those will start um, in those few days following. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's big. It's finally here. I know. I, yeah, I'd be so much more excited if it was both rides and it was like right. the whole thing. Right. I mean, we still wouldn't be down there for opening day. Like but... a lot of people we know got to the preview. You know, Chris was there. Adam was there. David was there. Uh, Jason, Jason and Reg was there. went. Yep. Mandy went, I believe. Um, yeah, Mandy. Who? Mandy. You don't know Mandy? We'll talk later. Okay. Um, Andy's a friend of the show. And uh, I I know they all got in for previews, and it was just the one attraction. Um, But still, exciting to have it finally opened. 14 acres. Largest expansion in Hollywood Studios uh, history. It's going to be um, it's going to be good to see how things work out with crowds. You know, because right. with these previews, there's nothing with the, really with the crowds. So you know, if you had a trip planned for around this time and you didn't know that it was going to be open, and you're worried about crowds, 
Um, you know, if you have maybe a trip planned in another month or two, it, this will be a good indication these, over these next few days as to whether it really um, changes anything with other parks or even with Hollywood Studios as far as crowd levels. Do you think in a year I'm going to be sitting here going, uh, Galaxy's Edge is really nice, but I wish they'd bring back the stunt show. <laughs> no, and, I and don't. The backstage tour, I don't. Catastrophe Canyon. No. And the Earful Tower. No. No. You may be sort of over the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, land area, but I don't think you'll be wishing for right. one of the things that was there before to come back. Right. Although uh, everybody miss- misses the Golden Girls house. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? I know. So, also starting tomorrow is the International Food and Wine Festival in Epcot. Yep, all the menus are um, out on display and it's ready to go. They just have to uh, roll back those uh, coverings and they're ready to serve. Cast has been trained, food is ready to go, kiosks are up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. if I was if I was there tomorrow, I don't think I'd be trying to get in line for Galaxy's Edge. I think I'd You'd be, be at the Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> I'd be in line for Food and Wine. Well, that's good because then I'd be in the single rider line for... Uh, Smugglers run. You would make it that much easier. What are they right. doing for? Because there's no fast passes yet, right? No. Uh, you I, have to do that thing online where you get I've, them. Yeah, and I've, I've heard there is also a single rider line in the attraction, so yeah. that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's not the that's not the last event coming to Florida this week. Uh, uh, apparently, Hurricane Dorian is headed that way, and the entire state of Florida is under a, a state of emergency right now. Yeah, that's big Florida news. It, it affects everything, and it's not very good timing for Disney, considering they have so many big things opening uh, this weekend. I mean, food and wine in pouring rain and possible uh, hurricane winds right. is not <laughs> not good. Um, also, uh, it's not how I would like to see uh, Galaxy's Edge. Right. I mean, exactly. I've, I've heard it's nicer, it, it's uh, better themed if it's cloudy. Hmm. You know, like the cloudiness like fits in better with the theming. But uh, I don't think I need it to be torrential pouring rain and winds. Right. Well, let's let's hope that uh, that all goes safely. It is also possibly affecting um, cruises, Disney cruises that are out. I mean, I'm sure other um, cruise lines also, but we only care about Disney. Right. Um, we have a friend, Dave, who's uh, one of our two dudes, who's out... Um, on a four-night cruise now and is scheduled to come back in on Friday. So we're hearing from him that they may end up coming in a day early. That's the rumor on the ship. but that Which is crazy be because I don't I don't see why bring it in a day early. Um, the maps don't show anything really making landfall until Saturday. So to bring the Friday, even, even if they came in on Friday, it probably would miss everything. Now, yeah, it's going to put them probably in a little bit of rain, but that next cruise isn't going to leave until Saturday. I'm, I'm sorry, until Friday. If it leaves at all. Yeah, I'm thinking they may, if they do it, which they may not, right. but if they do it, um, I would think it would have more to do with trying to think of their passengers and how they're going to get home and what they're going to do when they get off the ship. So if they give them another day or two to be able to get out of Florida, um, you know, that may be what they're thinking. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll know more tomorrow. Yep. Dave will tell us all about it. Right. So that's good. Um, there's still more Star Wars news. Um, let's see. How about the Star Cruiser experience? Some more details. Um, some artwork was released on that. Um, a couple of different things. One that are they, there was some artwork for what looked to be like a kids play area. Um, you right. The engineering section. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the things that makes it seem very, um, cruise like, 
You know, mm-hmm. if you've been on um, the Disney Cruise Line, they've got the kids' clubs that are, you know, super well-themed and, um, you know, kids just don't even want to leave and parents want to stop by for a while. Right. Uh, so um, that was that was some of the artwork. All right, um, and that's, that's, like I said, that's the engineering room. It's a kid o- kids-only play space. Um, and then there's a couple of other sections. So that, that one, though, I thought was interesting because for as expensive as this is, I wasn't really thinking kids. Right. But... You know, to have a whole area theme to it, you know, maybe that's, it's a little bit more who they're, you know, they're definitely, it seems like marketing to families. And I thought it would be more of a adult type of um, experience, you know, that people might, you know, do with their guy friends or, you know, as couples with other people right. who are super into Star Wars. But, um, you know, according to the artwork anyway, if there's going to be this engineering room geared specifically to children, um, I can't imagine them not having a, a good turnout of children. Right. You've got to get the younglings hooked early on the on the Star Wars. And there are, I mean, there's families where the whole family are huge fans. There's definitely going to be families filling some of these um, cabins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then there'll be something for the little ones to do. So that's neat. Right. There's also going to be some lightsaber training where you can put your lights, lights, lightsaber skills to the test while facing off against a training remote, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, the bridge... This is where you can operate navigation and defense systems. So it looks like there's going to be some things that you can sort of play with. And from reading, um, and well, I'm, I'm reading other people's interpretations of things, so I don't know how uh, accurate that is. But um, looking at the artwork, it looks like maybe this will be uh, like a cruise where you have some free time to sort of wander around and explore and do your own thing. And during that time, perhaps you could go over to the bridge and there will be... Um, you know, different um, stations where you can, you know, sort of play around with things. Yeah, but see, the part that you missed is you have to learn how to work it because later on when the starship is under attack... Right. You have to come to the defenses and run the navigation and the defense part of the of the ship, so... Maybe I didn't miss it. Maybe I just didn't get to it yet. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they've got, um, like, a lobby area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're calling it the atrium. And again, it's similar to, like, a cruise ship um, lobby-type area. Um, looks like maybe that's where you'll interact with some of the um, in-character people uh, as part of your experience. It doesn't look... I mean, this isn't huge. Size-wise, it doesn't look like cruise ship size. No, and still, we're talking about 70 rooms. So, you know, if the rooms have a capacity of five guests, not every one of those rooms is going to have five people in it. But 70 rooms figure, you know, figure three people per room on average... You're talking 210 people out of right. 70 rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's not gigantic. No. Um, and it's two nights. So, you know, these spaces don't need to be grand. I mean, the lobby on the, the Disney cruise ships is built to accommodate, you know, 2,000 people, 4,000 people. I'm interested to see how, um, like, the dining and such will work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I they know they were talking about some sort of, like, a special dining experience um, that they may be offering Uh, but we don't really know if that's going to be included, uh, or not included. And, you know, is there going to be a dining room? I mean, on a cruise, all your meals are included. Is there going to be a dining room where you sit, you know, with everybody and, um, are served meals like you are on a cruise? Right. Um, it looks like they also have, um, a lounge. Of course, you have to have a place for drinks on a, right. And this is going to be the, the Silver Sea Lounge. Um, you can also play Sabacc and, uh. You know, Cheryl mentioned the the rumored Star Wars dinner show. This this may be part of it. No one no one really knows. Um, 
I just I hate the way that this stuff just Disney just kind of like puts it out in dribs and drabs and they and then, don't give the whole thing. Well, it's kind of fun. It lets people um, sort of come up with their own story for how it's going to be. Maybe they haven't decided. Maybe they throw this artwork and these little things out there and then they see what kind of feedback they get and maybe right. they haven't made that kind of a decision yet. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see. Does the artwork show like a dining area? No, there's a cantina. Okay. So yeah, I don't know if um, they, have, they have restrooms. Well, thank goodness. And they have a brig. What's a brig? A uh, jail. Oh, yeah. I had read that you know if you were misbehaved, they'd stick you in there. Right. I wonder how many people are going to purposely misbehave so they can be hauled off. I might. Yeah, the artwork is. Um, if you get a chance to take a look, um, it's nice to sort of see a little bit more of what is planned to go on in there. And maybe we could even try to post some of those pictures. To the Facebook page. Yeah, you should do that. Sure. All right. Um, So also in Galaxy's Edge, and this was, um, I don't know, a big deal, but it was a thing over um, in California for Galaxy's Edge. They have these metal gift cards. They're like metal. They call them coins. Um, They're sort of of rectangular shaped, almost shaped like maybe like an arrow. Um, They sold out quickly at um, uh, the... Galaxy's Edge Edge in um, California. So, I don't know. They'll probably... Hopefully they got more of them here. I think there's like a a minimum of like a $100 gift gift card value to have to to put on them. Um, But really, it's no big deal. I mean, you're going to spend $100 in Disney World anyway somewhere. Um, And once you spend the amount on it, then you just have it as a, you know, a card souvenir. And And it can accommodate up to $1,000 on it. Yeah, which uh, is I, typical. That's the same as any other Disney gift card. And it does have a barcode, so it can be read. So I, I wonder if you can use it on my Disney, you know, on the Disney gift oh, card sure. app and, and re-add Absolutely. money to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the nice thing about it is that it does come with a uh, a nice little suede case with some arabesque uh, writing on it. I mean, it's basically a free souvenir, which is why everyone wants it. Because you get your $100 back. It costs you $100, but you spend the $100 on something you were going to spend anyway. Right. And then you get this, you know, cool gift card and this little suede folding case. Right. So, so um, get your Batu and Spira metal coin. So I expect card. those to sell out and I expect them to be zero value all over uh, eBay. Um, so also um, in Galaxy's Edge, they have the um, thermal detonator Coke bottles. Right. Um, which I know Adam had um, bought one but then didn't take with him because he was concerned that it was going to hinder getting through um, security at the airport. Uh, he was uh, a day or two ahead of his time on that. Um, I guess some people are now having trouble getting through uh, TSA with those. And um, not, not only just checked baggage, but um, I'm sorry, not only carry-on baggage, but checked baggage as well. They're, they're not supposed to be in there because they look like an explosive device. Now, the thing that gets me is they're kind of modeled after the thermal detonators, uh, which we saw Leia carry in uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. And uh, thermal detonators aren't real. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a bunch of back and forth on this. And some of the comments that I was reading to this story, so, you know, somebody said, like, everybody take this with a grain of salt. It's, this, is, this was an answer um, to the, there was a question posted on Twitter, and this was um, the TSA's answer on Twitter. Um, you know, how seriously are we going to take the TSA, you know, the guy who's running the uh, TSA's Twitter handle? Um, it's... Uh, 
it may not be the most accurate information. So if it were me going, um, probably taking off, there's a regular um, soda cap underneath the detonator cap. So um, remove your detonator cap and keep it separate. And I don't think there's any problem. I mean, they're made out of plastic. They're not made out of metal. They should go through the scanner just fine. Um, and you know, worst case scenario, you throw the thing out. You lose a, you lose a soda bottle. Yeah. Great. And you've tied up now. Uh, the TSA line at Orlando International Airport for five minutes while they take your bag apart. Well, or put it in your checked stuff and they can deal with it in their own time. That's true. Yeah. All right. And there's also some special food coming to Galaxy's Edge uh, in Hollywood Studios. And uh, lightsaber churros. That's my favorite one because it's a cute idea. It really is. They're uh, dusted in red or blue sugar. And they have like a little, uh, looks like a cardboard holder that looks like a lightsaber handle. <laughs> They're cute. So those are those are very cool. Um, you'll like this one, the Galaxy Margaritas. Yes, uh, I do like tequila, that. Tequila, blue curacao, and lemon lime mix. Uh, that's at various locations. The Two Sons of Tatooine Hummus, which is red hummus topped with fried chickpeas and a spicy plant-based meat crumbles or plain hummus topped with cucumber, tomato, onions, and cilantro served with pita chips and greens. You know, I'm getting really tired of this whole plant-based meat. If it's plant-based, it can't be meat. Right. So, I think I would just get the second one, the plain hummus. Right. Bantha skewers um, at Catalina Eddie's, which, ooh, I, I don't want to eat bantha because I hear they're pretty pretty rough. <laughs> Are they but, chewy? Uh, beef skewers with couscous salad topped with yogurt sauce actually sounds pretty good. Um, Darth Vader savory waffles. Darth Vader waffles topped with a bourbon maple glaze. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. Galaxy Far, Far Away Espresso Mousse. Caramel and Espresso Mousse with Chocolate Ganache. The Resistant Shake. Pineapple Dole Whip and Orange Dole Whip swirl with a sugar rim and topped with Rebel Alliance chocolate piece. Yeah. That doesn't sound appetizing no, at all. I no. eat that. The Galactic Funnel Cake, which is a funnel cake topped with strawberries, cookies, and cream crumbles and candy rocks. The picture looks nice, but I don't think I'd like to eat that. I'm not sure about the candy rocks. And that might just push sweetness right over the edge for me. The candy rocks are not pop rocks, right? I don't know. Hmm. Because if they're pop rocks, that would be a whole new level of uh They could, I mean, experience. they make, um, like, chocolate candy rocks. If it's okay. chocolate candy rocks, maybe. That makes a little more sense. Then I might like it. Okay. Um, so also talking about food, but um, leaving um, Galaxy's Edge for a change. Do we really have to? We did 18 minutes on Galaxy's Edge already. I know. It's crazy. Um, Beaches and Cream um, closed a couple of days ago for a three-month refurbishment. Um, do not fear. They have opened up a temporary location. Um, right nearby is Ariel's, which um, they use for, like, uh, it's an, like an event space. Uh, it's usually closed off behind a couple of gates. It's very close to Beaches and Cream, and they are using it as a temporary Beaches and Cream location. However, you cannot get the kitchen sink there, and you also cannot what? get milkshakes, which I feel like I feel like they should bring like figure out milkshakes. Like you just need a milkshake machine, like a right. you know a mixer. It's, is it really that big of a deal? Um, but anyway, so you can still get ice cream if you are over um, by the Beach Club pool. All right. So we're happy about that. Um, they have French toast pretzel. Um, oh, they have French toast pretzels over in Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios is getting a bunch of new stuff. I know. Well, there's going to be a lot of people there. So, you know, mm -hmm. I think they're pro probably trying to up their offerings. So even the places that are generally not so popular, maybe um, 
you know, have more going on there. And, you know, it's like a breakfast pretzel, so I imagine that's going to be served early right. on in the morning. It's served with syrup. So when you're there for your 6.30 a.m. Um, Galaxy's Edge, you know, after you've gotten in, most people are only spending maybe two hours in there and are pretty happy. Um, you know, 9 o'clock you come out and you can get yourself a French toast pretzel. Jump on out to the market in, in Toy Story Land, and for seven fifty nine, that French toast pretzel can be yours. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I like anything French toast, anything with syrup, although I really wish it was real syrup. Mm-hmm. Does it have something in the middle of it? It does. Hmm. It looks like it has maybe like a cinnamon, like a soft cinnamon sugar type, um, I don't know, filling to it. So uh, maybe a little sweet, but uh, that's something else to try. And then the market also has a new hot dog. Right. Which is the beer... Um, beer cheese? The beer cheese and crispy onion hot dog. That actually looks Which, good. once again, the that. picture looks good. Uh, um, I know. You don't like all the things they're doing to hot dogs. I don't. Well, no, that's not true because I like dogs from Spikes. You know, the teriyaki dog, delicious. But for ten ninety nine, you can get that and it comes with a bag of chips. Um, if you're not a chip person or if you just don't want to spend the extra money, you can always ask for these things without the side, and it's a little bit less. I think it's maybe like a dollar less, but um, if you didn't want the chips anyway, you can just ask to not have them. Um, let's see what else. How about uh, this? You thought this sounded pretty good, right? Um, food, yeah. The food at Hollywood Studios is typically um, not anything anyone's excited about, so the fact that Tony found something that he thought sounded good is Right, so there's news. actually a food cart off of Grand Avenue that is selling meatballs in marinara with orzo or teriyaki meatballs with noodles, uh, as well as a turkey sandwich. Um, you know, meatballs and orzo is a combination I've probably never, never thought of. But you would totally eat that. We oh, love totally. orzo and we love totally. meatballs. So. Uh, for those of you who don't know what orzo is, it's kind of, it's a little bigger than rice, but it's used, uh, like here we're Italian, we put orzo in our chicken soup. Yeah, it's used a lot like rice, but it's just made out of uh, pasta. Right. And so. it's uh, both, both, both meatballs are seven ninety nine. The turkey sandwich is $12. I'm sorry, uh, nine seventy nine. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know about a teriyaki meatball. Right. It's not. That's not for me. All right. It's a little teriyaki sauce. I, I don't. I think it's you know it's kind of like Swedish meatballs, only a Japanese version. I guess, but you know these pre-made meatballs that are like you know not my grandmother's. Right. I you know I feel like they kind of need the sauce to make them palatable. All right. But um, so we've hit our time, and uh, I don't think anything else we were going to talk about is just going to be extra fluff. So yeah. let's call it. Okay. So that's a wrap, and until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ah!